and this is the podcast, Go Be Great. There's no such thing as TMI here, so let's chat, meet amazing humans, and have conversations about life, confidence, and more without the filter. Come hang weekly as I shed light on the topics we often feel we need to hide as we celebrate the ebbs and flows of learning what being great really looks like. Buckle up, buttercups, and let's go be great together. This show is brought to you by Female Alliance Media, by women, for women. Hey there, I'm Mary Angelica and host of Honestly Becoming, your new favorite five-minute podcast for driven entrepreneurs. Be ready for mic drops and breakthroughs that will help you embody your most authentic, successful, and honest self. I know you're busy, which is why I get right to the point. I condense years of coaching courses and certifications and give you the golden nuggets five minutes at a time. Get ready to become the best version of yourself. Hello, hello. Welcome back, baddies. I am so happy that you're here. My voice is a little raspy this week. I just got back from Florida and on the plane home, I passed out for a little bit and the vents that are at the top of the, like your seat, they were blowing on me and I woke up and I was like, uh, I sound like I just have, I have party girl voice. What's happening? So that is what we're dealing with today, but it's okay. I know you get it. So often we talk about the what, right? You'll hear all of these self-help confidence posts about what you should feel or, you know, what these things are in society that are making us feel this way. And yes, it's great to educate yourself and be aware of those things, but we often overlook the how. So I want this episode today to really lean into that how we can achieve these things and feel better about ourselves and in our bodies. So I'm going to kickstart this episode with answering an email. I am absolutely love, love, loving that you are utilizing the podcast email. And if you are not aware, it is gobegreatpod at gmail.com. And I'm the only one that sees those emails. There's, listen, I I got no one else. It's just me. It's a one person show here. So Feel free to email me any questions that you have that you feel like you don't want to ask people close to you because you feel a little bit uncomfortable or insecure about it or someone that you just want a third-party response to. Please send them over. You can also DM me at Becca DeChico on my Instagram. But I am loving that you are utilizing this. Please don't stop because I think that it is so helpful. And it also helps us know that you are not the only one that's feeling this way and that you're not the only one that's maybe struggling with these things or need help with it. So... I am going to start off this email, or I'm sorry, this episode with an email. Let me bring it up here. It says, hey, Becca. Hey, girl. Um, I've been really struggling with body image recently, and I feel overwhelmed by where to start. Do you have any super simple daily action items that I could maybe start doing to kickstart this journey for me? Thank you, and keep doing what you're doing. Love, Christina. Ah, Christina, yes, I do have a body image episode on here. Um, if you want to scroll back, I think it's, I think it says body, like B-A-W-D-Y. Um, but I will continue, of course, answering these and bringing these fun facts to you all, because I think that this part of the how is really overwhelming. And I know I felt this way when I first started wanting to work on my relationship with myself and my body. So Christina girl, you are not alone. A few super simple daily action items that you can put into play literally right now. One would be checking your social media, monitoring your scroll. Um, I like to say clean the feed. So when you're scrolling, if you are seeing posts 
that are making you feel like you're comparing, making you feel like you are less than, making you feel like you need to change any part of your body specifically. I'm going to focus more on body stuff because that's what you had asked for. But this could go in regard to anything, uh, comparing yourself in any regard. And just check. Check your feed. And it's okay to mute the people that you love. You can love them from afar. It's okay. Also, that re-regulates your algorithm. So, for example, if you are searching, um, you know, diet teas or things like how to lose weight fast or things like that, that's going to be, or if you're talking about it even with your friends, that's going to be what your social media threads are going to push because our phones are always listening and that's no longer a woo-woo type of topic. That's just really real. So I would say check your feed, follow people that you know are going to make you feel good or that give you the reminders when you need it, turning on notifications for those accounts um, when they post so that way that can always pop up on your feed too. And it kind of just helps flush the algorithm and resets what is going to be pushed your way. Um, since I have been practicing this and literally typing in the search bar, body confidence or um, mindful eating or things like that, the the daily, like what I eat in a day or like how to do Carrie Underwood's leg workout or that I use that very specifically because I did look that up at one point in life. But those kind of things really go by the wayside as you start re-regulating your social media. So I would say that's a super simple way to start practicing daily so that way it helps regulate that for you and what you're consuming every day matters. So there's that. Number two, you can practice by writing down in your journal, which uh, go be great guided journal coming soon. But until you can get that in your hands, writing down in a notebook one thing that you love about yourself that has nothing to do with your body, not anything. One thing. It could be it could be very simple. It could be not something that you have to think really hard on. Just, you know, I really loved the way that I, which is really what Go Be Great is all about, to be honest. It's like, I really love the way that I handled this situation today. Cool. Great. I really love the way that I care for others. Love that. I really love the way that I make people laugh. Awesome. I know that you're probably witty as fuck, girl. So just really practicing the f um, uh, bringing the attention away from your body and more on what makes you whole and what makes you important and capable and powerful in yourself really helps. So those are the two things that I started doing that really helped kickstart because I was like, okay, this is really, it made it feel more manageable. It wasn't something that I was overwhelmed by. And it just really helped kind of start the process of how I speak to myself. What's my inner dialogue looking like? And what's my narrative looking like? And it helped give that language to myself in other aspects of life. Um, as I started doing those short little one minute, two minute -er things each day. So I hope that that helps Christina. And I know that you are not alone in feeling this way. Sometimes the summer months are tougher because you're wearing less clothing. So more of your skin is exposed. But just know that you deserve to feel that warm summer sun on your skin. You deserve to get into the pool and enjoy the water and enjoy the sand between your toes and you don't need to cover up. Because honestly, PSA to everybody, no one gives a fuck. I promise you. No, if I don't think I have ever sat on the beach and looked at another person and been like, oh, she has too much cellulite. Or she has, I don't know, you know, you, you just, you're just, everyone's so much more worried about themselves. So you do your thing, girl. All right, moving on to a vibe check. I just got back from visiting my friend in Florida. My friend Katie and I flew down to visit my friend Kelly. 
And I finally, I'm coming back from that and I'm finally feeling like myself. I feel like I needed that so much on so many different levels. It's like an onion. We're peeling back the layers on why I needed that. But I really wanted it to be the catalyst for this episode, to be honest, because I was like, what am I going to talk about next? The summer months are kind of harder because I feel like I lack creativity a bit in the summer and I am using it so much as a reset, but this podcast and you all offer up so much cathartic healing and I have been enjoying it so much that I didn't want to take the summer off. I didn't want it. So here the fuck we are. And I was just reflecting on our time together this weekend and I thought that the power of play is going to be the topic of this episode because it is so important and because I'm constantly reminded of it more so recently or maybe I'm just more aware of it more recently than I have in the past and so that's the vibe. The vibe is that I'm finally feeling like myself and it took a while to get here and I also just think that that speaks to our educational system in general and not to get on my podium here but I have a mic in front of me and that's kind of what I'm choosing to do right but I saw a TikTok where it was a reel on Instagram recently one of my coworkers sent it to me and it was a guy talking about how different school is since the pandemic and it's like the cadence is off teachers are finding it really really hard to find that beat again and pre-pandemic it felt like we had a cadence we had a rhythm we knew what the kids needed they knew what was expected of them and emotional regulations were of course always tricky but they were there and you know it was just different and now it's really difficult to find that cadence again the kids needs are really different And they have gone through so much. And I think that so much of the pandemic, we were told, oh, kids are so resilient. They'll be okay. But like, they're not. They're not okay. And a lot more is poured onto the teachers that um, makes it so much more difficult. So if you are also feeling this way, and I know that if you're not in education, you're probably sick of hearing me talk about it. Trust me, I'm sick of feeling it. (laughs) But I want to use this opportunity in this platform to be a voice for fellow educators or people that are working with kids in a school setting that you're not alone and that it is getting harder and harder to re-regulate and come back to self on these summer breaks. So I feel good. The vibe check is that I feel back to myself. I'm so happy to be here and it feels really, really good. So If you are still struggling, please be patient with yourself. It is okay, and you are not wrong for feeling the way you're feeling. It is just that we have now, three years later, still really struggling to find that cadence because what we're getting every day, not even every year, but just on a daily basis, it's different, and we don't have that same cadence. We're getting hit with the remix every single day, for lack of a better term. Now that I have taken a deep cleansing breath, let's talk about the power of play. This is, again, a really fun episode, but I hope that it informs you or helps inspire you to get the fuck out there, girl. So, play. I think that when we are adults, we think that we have this never-ending to-do list, which it is. It's never-ending. And you are going to drain yourself of You're just going to be a shell of a human if you think you're going to be able to get it all done. We can't. That's not real. And if you are looking at somebody online who thinks that they have it all together and that their house is totally clean and their laundry is totally done and they're happy and thriving in all of their relationships, no, they aren't. No, they aren't. Betty over there is having just as much trouble, if not tenfold, the issues that you are also feeling. 
because I am a firm believer that anybody who is going to show up online and make their lives look like they're perfect and cookie cutter are the ones that are actually struggling the most and the most miserable because I, I mean, this might be an unpopular opinion. I don't know. But if you are showing up in the world in a way where even in your relationships, not just on social media, but if you are communicating with others that everything is perfect and grand and you are trying to show everybody how great life is and you're only showing them the highlight reel, you're probably trying to convince yourself that it's that great because you're also trying to convince other people to believe it. You know, when you're trying to convince other people to believe it so deeply, you're also trying to convince yourself of that so deeply. And I say that because I've been there, but also that I think it's just really obvious. You know, you, you know, when you watch somebody and you're like, oh, shit, we're having conversations. You're like, I don't think that's real. It's probably not, girl. Probably not. But the power of play really helps us release those things and release the stress of it all. It helps your stress management. It kicks up your endorphins. It improves your brain function and your brain ability and simulates creativity. It does all of these wonderful things. It helps your connection to self, your connection to others. And along the way, play as an adult has been seen as cringy or you don't have the time. I put air quotes around that because I know that you feel like you don't have time. Just like maybe you don't have time to make yourself a priority. But if you say it's not a priority, then it's not going to be one. So trying to flip that language really helps if you are somebody who's maybe listening to this episode and thinking, I don't have time for that shit. Okay, on to the next one. No, please pause. I urge you to maybe not skip this episode because it might be something that you actually really need to hear. So um, what catalyst, what was the catalyst of this episode was uh, this weekend I was in the ocean, maybe a few twisted teas deep, so what? But... The girls and I were in the ocean and we started playing this game. And at first we like were laughing at ourselves like, do you guys want to play a game? And we were just tossing the ball, having a catch back and forth. And then we started making up random rules like, okay, now you can't move. Or, you know, now you have to do it with your eyes closed or like something. Like we were making up silly, silly rules. However, it was so fun and it was such joy that was brought out and like core memory status and you know you have different conversations with the people around you when you are playing that it just offers a different type of connection and like sometimes those conversations are silly and fun but then also sometimes it helps navigate the tough conversations too when you're just having a catch in the ocean or when you are you know creating that sense of intimacy Intimacy isn't always sexual. It's also how you can connect with other humans on a deeper level. So I was thinking about this as like the day after and I was like, you know what? I really want to talk about this on the podcast because we had such a good time and we had great conversations and we laughed so hard and it was just such a joyous time and a charging station opportunity that you're with your people that are going to charge you up. And you feel really good. I don't feel like my social battery is drained. And as a very much introverted extrovert, like usually when I come back from um, a long weekend with people, I'll often feel like I need like a tea time out. Like I, I need to block out the noise of everything and like reconnect with myself and just stay quiet for like a day or so. And I do not feel that way because I think play plays such an important role in that. I have also found that play and getting off the sidelines of life, so to speak. I know that maybe you've heard that before. I'm sure I've said it before on this podcast. 
that when you get off the sidelines of life and stop watching people do things and enjoy themselves and you actually participate, you really start to realize that you become less aware of your body and it shifts the focus from being about your body to being about the memories that you're creating, the joy that you're having. And you slowly realize that your your body was never holding you back. You were. And although it's kind of sad to realize that, it's also really important to realize that you are not going to rob yourself of joy anymore because you're worried about what your body's going to look like while you're playing. Like was like your the way your arm jiggles when you throw the ball. It's normal. You have skin and you have fat to some capacity on your body that when you are doing things and moving, your body is going to move with you. But what a beautiful thing that your body is giving you that accessibility to move. It's a privilege to be able to do these things. So don't let the thoughts of what you're feeling about your body rob you of that connection. Because it also does help build confidence in that way. Because you're now, you know, not afraid to be cringy. Who cares what other people think, right? And when you start to realize how much fun you're having and what connection and confidence it starts to build through play, you stop to, you stop realizing that other people's opinions really don't matter, you know? Or I'm sorry, you, you start realizing that other people's opinions really don't matter. Because who cares, Happy people don't judge others when they see them having fun or enjoying things that maybe they're too insecure or they don't enjoy themselves. If you see somebody else enjoying their life and getting in there and having fun and playing, how can it not spark joy in you, you know, unless you're miserable, unless you are not feeling great in your own skin. And that's something that that person needs to work on. But you have nothing to be embarrassed about by getting in the games, playing kickball, having a catch, scavenger hunts, that, that sense of community, or even a board game or a card game. We also played card games at a brewery, and um, I, I always say that word weird. I don't know why. But we were playing um, Up the River, Down the River, if you college drinking game, love that, and Fuck the Dealer at the brewery and it was so fun we we're like what are we doing but like who cares you're having a, you're having a great time you laugh just as much as you did and there's a sense of nostalgia that comes from those games too especially when you're playing them with people that maybe you didn't have those initial experiences with it also kind of helps bring you know those stories and you get to hear about other people's lived experiences and it's just so fucking fun and giving yourself permission to experiment is really the way you can start. Like, give yourself permission to get out there and play the games that you see other people have uh, playing. Even if it is the teens at your next barbecue, get in there, play that. Even if it's cornhole, flip cup. I'm, I'm naming a bunch of drinking games, but it doesn't have to be involving alcohol for my sober baddies here. But just giving yourself permission to have fluidity in life. It'll help your stress management because you're moving and you're getting those cortisol levels balanced. Movement doesn't have to be just in a workout. I love that. I love that connection to myself. But I think that that relationship also helped me feel more comfortable to experiment with play in like the rough and tumble play, like where you're playing that scavenger hunt and that you're getting physical. It helps your emotional regulation and your cognitive regulation when you are getting in the game and having to focus on, you know, even memory. It helps your memory. Our brains are so multifaceted and such a huge, you know, they function our entire bodies, right? So putting that muscle to work is also super helpful for your longevity in life. 
there was different um, types of play that I was trying to look up and wanderlust.com um, had a bunch. There was also like ritual play, like board games and having, um, you know, set rules and a structure that also helps your cognitive function because you have to remember what the rules are. Um, and we love a boundary setting too. If someone's cheating and calling them out, like, you know, I love a, a friendly competition moment. Who doesn't? But in that article, I'll link it at the bottom of the show notes too. They also talk about body, like the types of body play. And don't go getting dirty on me. Although that play is also fun. There's also different ways that you can, um, you know, manipulate your body. Like going to that, the sky zone places where you're like alternate flying. Or like make, it gives you the simulation type of body play. Or, you know, object play. Like playing Jenga. Or playing Legos or checkers and chess. Like those types of games they really do help and it's all about experimenting what type of games work for you and there are some games that maybe you'll play and you'll be like I don't want to do that or types of play that you'll be like eh that didn't really make me feel good in my body or ones that make you more aware of where that work needs to be done with yourself and ones that kind of like light you up like hey I had a blast doing that and I didn't think I would practicing stepping outside of your comfort zone in that way through play helps build that confidence in yourself you know it'll help you show up in the world different it'll help relationships that you have be built different and I think that it's just such an underrated thing that we do that we don't do I should say as adults because we're gonna be cringe or I'm too old for that no you're not you are never too old to play you are never too old to experiment in what ways moving your body and connecting with others that are going to feel good for you Because ultimately, that's what life is all about. Don't rob yourself of joy by thinking that these rules that don't exist are going to monitor and regulate how you show up. Now, I'm recording this episode on the 4th of July, but I'm just going to use this as an example because it's coming. this episode is coming to you tomorrow, the day after the 4th of July. But this would be like a perfect example, like pool parties and, you know, playing games in the pool or in the yard and having those experiences be something that maybe continue through the summer that really help you get started and realizing that play is not cringe. And it might feel weird, of course. Whenever you start to explore something else, you might be like, oh, this feels kind of weird. But of course it does because it's different. Anything different is going to feel uncomfortable at first. But, and this might sound super simple and you're like, oh, I never really even realized how simple play could be in my day-to-day life or how I'm feeling with about myself or my connection to myself and my community and my people. Oftentimes it's always in play. Think about some of your favorite memories you have with the your family and friends. Was it surrounding some type of organized game or when maybe you haven't done it in a while and you're like, wow, I'm missing this connection with my family and friends and maybe I need to find connection through a good old-fashioned card game or a board game or an organized, you know, scavenger hunt with people. That might sound silly, but it also might sound really simple and like a light bulb moment for how you can connect with the people around you. Well, ultimately, the more play you have, the less interested you are in the approval of others or the opinions of others. Because you're having a blast and you deserve to. And don't let your age or even your body hold you back from enjoying life in this way. Because I think you will quickly realize that those simple small moments in life are what help the bigger moments happen. And are what are the catalyst and the building blocks of how you're feeling with yourself. And that might sound silly but it truly is until you start doing it you'll realize that wow 
you know, if you're somebody who struggles with their body or connecting with other people or even having like tough conversations, doing it through play really does help give you the tools, the confidence and releases yourself of the stress of it all. And it's just a beautiful way to live life. And I think we need to play more. So be cringe and be experimental and give yourself permission to play more, play more. Um, I hope that this episode maybe shed more light on it. This is like a little power pocket episode as a lot of these this summer are going to be, but I wanted you to maybe just take a second to give yourself permission to play. You deserve it. You are never too old for it. And you deserve that connection and that self-care. Play is such an important form of self-care. You're taking care of your brain. You're taking care of your body. You're taking care of your people. And by taking care of your people, you take care of yourself in this way because connection and community are so powerful. And it's such a fun way to do it through play. So... I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Like I said, email me all the questions, all the feels. Don't forget to share this episode or any of the ones that you connect with, either on socials. If you drop that little five-star review, it helps me help you. And as always, shake your ass. Go be great. <laughs>